Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hour number three of the week that was. And you know, uh, Cindy Morrow just brought her little puppy Wrigley in here. And I was on the floor for probably five minutes while a dog just mauled me, just rolled over on me and licked my face and is the most beautiful. No, I don't want my dogs to hear this. It's a beautiful dog. I fell in love with this dog. But, you know, and here's the other part, Tim. While I've got you, Dr. Tim King is here. And um, in spite spite of all the stuff that goes on uh, in a world where people are just crazy, anymore hating people hating each other doing this doing that dogs are amazing uh, they are <laughs> I, I want the listening audience to get a a picture in their mind right now of joe palmasano rolling on the floor with a puppy yeah radio doesn't afford us <laughs> that privilege you should consider tv my friend it's like it, all of a sudden Everything is forgotten, and this dog, this puppy, is just loving on you and rolling on you and licking your face, and uh, it like takes you away from all that. It's therapeutic. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Now, Doctor King, um, your your practice. Go ahead and tell people about your practice and what you do. I I want to do that. I don't think I've ever allowed you to do that. We just kind of just talk. Sure, sure. Yeah, we've uh, native uh, Stark County, born and, and raised in Canton, Ohio. Uh, attended Gibbs Elementary School, Crenshaw Junior High School, and graduated from Canton McKinley High School. And uh, went on to college and got a degree in psychology, a master's degree in clinical counseling, and a doctorate in clinical counseling. And we've been practicing now since 1993 uh, in the Stark County area. Um, see a lot of adolescents and their families, college age, high school age, middle school age, uh, do some marriage counseling as well, depression, anxiety, top two. Uh, have had our share, though, of, of violent uh, offenders and uh, started at Indian River School where uh, felony one offenders uh, are incarcerated for their crimes. So, yeah, I've been serving people in the Stark County and surrounding county areas for uh, over decades now. and uh, You do an amazing job. Well, thank you. You're a real person. That's the diff- That's the unique thing. Is yeah. That, that, uh, and you are. Now, I, I have to tell you this. I'm going to start this whole thing out. We had, we had the mass killings um, in Dayton on August 4th, August 3rd, day before El Paso. Um, I, I lived in El Paso. I coached in El Paso at UTEP. Uh, my wife and I and son frequented Cielo Vista Mall. And to hear about this happening in that mall, really, I could almost, you know, for the, I could really put myself in that situation and what would have happened. Virginia Beach, May 30, May 31st, 12 dead. Aurora, Illinois, February 15th, five dead. Um, 
and I, I come back to this. I was in Philadelphia over the uh, Wednesday, uh, Wednesday night into Thursday morning. Planes were delayed because of the storms were incredible up and down the East Coast. Uh, a flight that I was supposed to take out at 7, I ended up getting home at 4 a.m. Mm. Now, all these people are in the airport. But instead of being rational and saying, you know, these storms are going on, these flights are delayed because these storms are pretty bad, people started attacking each other. I'm sitting there watching people disintegrate into calling each other names, yelling at each other, abusing the people that work it for the airline to the point where two people left uh, and just said, I'm going home, and left the counter un- unattended. It, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-mm. We're not rational anymore. Um, to the and 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 I tried to you know I I went up and after they left, I I joke about this, but I went up and grabbed the mic as if I was taking over and got on the microphone and said, "Are there any questions?" <laughs> and everybody started laughing, but I was expecting somebody to go hi you know and start at me, but it was, how do you wrap your <laughs> You've been practicing since '93, and you've 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 obviously been around. Um, you've been an Indian. Is this the worst time? You know, there've been there's been crazy, irrational things that have happened uh, throughout time uh, since the beginning of human beings. Uh, and your kind introduction to me, he's a real human. I mean, that's where it starts, right? I mean, we are human, and we have to define, uh, you know, a human. And a human is certainly capable of irrational behavior. Uh, all humans are capable of frustration and anger uh, and, and violence. We're all capable of it. Uh, but there's some programming in you, Joe, from somewhere, your parents, grandparents, uh, you know, that says, hey, we got a tough situation here in the airport, but I'm going to choose to make it a, a good situation. We're taking a bad situation, and you're going to get up there on the microphone like you work there and probably put a smile on some people's faces like, who is this guy? Now, you take a risk. You yeah. take a risk of the irrational folks that, that are there. Uh, and, and that's a specialty, right, is to be able to get in between two irrational football players or two irrational athletes or two ra- irrational people and talk some rationality into them. We've all been in situations before where we think that's a futile situation. They are so irrational uh, that we're not going to be able to talk any sense into them right now. And But how do you carry it over? Being irrational is one thing. Walking into a mall and with a purpose of killing random people. We see a guy that threw a five-year-old off a balcony of a mall. Uh, just because. Just because. How, 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 did, how does a human being get to the point where he can actually, or he or she can actually walk into a place knowing that their purpose of being there is to wipe out as many people as possible? The very definition, Joe, of psychology 
is the study of human behavior. Uh, people are fascinated with why do I do what I do? Why don't I do what I know I should do, right? And, and, and we're all, all different. And so, again, it goes back to studying the, the human being. I just uh, heard on the radio or saw in the paper where Governor DeWine is actually uh, hosting a pediatric mental health summit. Um, uh, Tim Carolla Baron Company just donated $1.7 million to ComQuest here uh, locally. And so I'm, I'm all for people being mentally healthy. But that's when a tragedy hits. How can someone throw a, a five-year-old off of a balcony? How can somebody walk into a mall with the intention to just shooting random people? All of the school shootings, okay? Uh, they want to say he mentally or she, if, the, if, the, if it's a, a, a woman, uh, mentally snapped. Uh, I, did, I read a book one time called The Psychology of Evil. Uh, I'm hesitant to even mention that on here because somebody's going to run out there and grab that book now. M. Scott Peck, a prolific author, he's, he's gone now. A huge loss to our field. But uh, he dared to grab that word, evil, and to study it from the academy, from a, from a, a, a research perspective. And, and, and I've always said, as a mental health professional, I'm glad that our, our, our governor and, and that the authorities and, and the leaders are, are wanting kids to be mentally healthy. You know, we've got healthy food in, the, in schools now so that we can be physically healthy in phys ed classes, okay? Um, but when you bring up the word good and evil, uh, it's kind of hard to talk about that subject without, even, without bringing up the subject of morals. Yes. And so, you know, you could feel frustrated Something inside of you keeps it from going to the next step, which is anger, which keeps it from going to the next step, which is decking somebody or being violent. And so every time I hear about one of these national atrocities, okay, rather than my mind going to what I've studied my entire life, mental health, my mind goes to another place, too. And that is, is that what is the human being? We're mind, body, and spirit. And morals, right and wrong, come out of that thought process. But I... I I try and gauge, you know, I get I get angry. There's people that I get angry at. There's people who maybe an individual that I would punch. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But that's that's an individual. That's one on one. And that's kind of my you know, in the age I grew up, if you had problems, you fought. Mm-hmm. And then you let it go. Mm-hmm. To to, that's so much different. I could wrap my arms around that. I could wrap my mind around that. I can't wrap my mind around being so angry that you would kill random people, right? And, and that you have no relationship with. How do you lose so much of your humanity that other humans have no value to you? Yeah, uh, the number one word associated with self harm. Suicidal ideation, hopelessness. And there are those out there that have internalized such a deep level of hurt and feel so hopeless that if I'm going to take myself out or be taken out by the cops, I'm going to take some people out out of anger with me. It's, 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 uh, it's our humanness. If you take a three-year-old and you leave them in the dark, deep, dark woods of Africa, they do not grow up if they survive to say thank you and please. 
it is an eight in us human beings, okay, to potentially be barbaric. They even made a movie out of it one time called Jungle to Jungle, a Disney movie, okay, uh, where Tarzan was actually in New York City. It was a, a, a comedy, okay, but in reality, here was a young man raised in the jungle, if you will, who didn't say thank you, didn't say please, who will steal from you, who will take something from you, who will hurt you to get what he wants. And so the epitome of self-centeredness, of narcissism, of selfishness is I'm going to do whatever it takes to get what I want. And if that means walking to a mall hurting a bunch of people, then that's the way I'm going to go out. And what do they want? They want to die. They want to die because things are hopeless. I, I contend that they also want the hurt within themselves to go away. And it's the only option uh, that they see. And then the other thing that I think has a huge influence is back in the day, temperaments and personalities have been around from the beginning of time. And you might have had a temperament or a personality that could get angry, like most of us, that could punch somebody, okay? But if you knock the guy out with the first punch, you're not going to sit on top of him and haymaker him while he's knocked out cold. Whereas back in our day, there were people like that. Right. Okay. And so I think the programming of the human brain, okay, with media and social media, there's that word again. And even what I see, especially with the juveniles, with, uh, is uh, the programming of violent games. There's almost a stamp of approval that this is okay. Right. And you might be alone in, a, in, in, in an irrational thought here in Stark County, but you go in a Snapchat room and you can find somebody out there that's going to put a stamp of approval on your on your irrational thought process. If your irrational thought process is potentially doing some harm to other people. It's amazing to me. I, 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 I want to continue with this, and I, I guess I'm the, trying to put. Is this something, and, and we'll talk about this, but I is this something that has been, is it overblown by media? Has it been going on forever? And the media is just latching on it, onto it and causing it to seem greater than it is. And then the other part I want to get into is when does a, a mass murder become a mass murder why is it treated differently in the media if it's in chicago on a weekend basis than it is el paso and dayton ohio do we minimize some people's lives over others i want to get into that with you we're going to continue with dr tim king right after this we are continuing with Dr. Tim King and talking about the violence and so many issues. I mean, I could talk to you for two hours on this, but there has, is it because there's 24-hour media now <clears throat> and they decide what they want to latch on to that makes this sound like it's worse than it is or is, is it truly as bad as it is? That's a great question, Joe, and let me uh, attempt an answer in, in this sense of the word. Obviously, media has, has changed everything, um, and it's kind of difficult to hide, if you will, from uh, negative news. One of the things I appreciate about this show is you're bringing people on that are doing good in our in our community and as, as you are doing well in your show, but we know – 
uh, that negative news sells. And so, uh, you know, there's a, a, a money-driven uh, I- issue there in, in, the, in the mass media. And so, uh, you know, if you study the history of, of human behavior, uh, the history of, of criminal behavior, uh, of irrationality, and from all c- cultures and, and, and all races and all religions, you're going to find atrocities that cause uh, the average human being to raise an eyebrow and to, and to ask that question that you asked a while ago. How do you wrap your brain around what this guy did or what this, this woman did? And, and, and we got to come back again to looking at what a human being is and a human being apart from any kind of right wrong apart from any kind of a moral compass if you will uh is capable of mentally snapping and and doing an atrocity i mean even in the alcoholism world you know the old saying is you know uh, potentially could be me in that gutter right and so uh what the, the answer is what how do we curtail this this how do we how do we change it and that, that's that's the giant question do you see you and and I'm going to ask this. We only have a minute or so before we have to go to break, and this is probably not fair. But do you see a change in the in the attitudes of the people you deal with versus ten, twenty years ago? Drastic, yeah, drastic. I mean, people are still people, but their programming. I, I use this phrase: GIGO, garbage in, garbage out. Good in, good out. And so what are we programming the human brain, the thought processes? I mean, just to ask people, you know, and it's been done before, where where psychologists have gone into the prisons, into death row, and said, tell me what you're thinking about right now. And to study the thought processes of of people is is fascinating. Well, when you say drastic, though, drastic in which way? Change. Drastic in the media, drastic in the programming, drastic in the information out there available to somebody do they feel less connected now to the human to the other humans or more isolated now a relationship is everything and they feel less connected and that's why a practice like mine uh you know is 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 busting the seams is because people are coming in uh feeling less connected and because they feel less connected the human beings around them aren't as important Correct. Yeah. <clears throat> That's scary. Yeah, it, it is scary. And when you look at... at, at, at uh, Social media was supposed to bring us together. Yeah. It has separated us. I agree. <laughs> We're going to continue with Dr. Tim King uh, as we look into this and get a feel for this. There's so many other questions I have for him. And we're going to continue with it right after the news and sports. We are continuing with Dr. Tim King. And, and Dr. King, this is a, a question that I completely, I mean, they, they, when is a mass shooting a mass shooting? People say, and who defines it and who decides? Because people say if four people are killed or shot at, that's a mass shooting. And yet, we, if it's, if, and, and this is, I want people to get this correct. When it's black on black killing, 59 people were shot in Chicago this past weekend, last weekend, hmm. 59 people. Mostly in the south 
of Chicago on the west side, mostly African-American community. Black-on-black crime is not shooting, shooting, killing in Chicago major urban areas is not considered, are they, that's considered normal. Whereas white-on-white crime is considered something that shouldn't happen. In the media's eyes, in our eyes. Are we we minimizing the lives of the inner city community and saying that's normal, that just happens, we don't put that on TV? We don't talk about that? Mm-hmm. What, what are we saying? Are we saying that's okay? What is a human being? And skin color does not define whether we are human or not human. Culture does not define whether we're human or not human. Either does economics. Correct. And yet yet we know uh, from the national political level down, uh, the love of money can drive people to do some pretty crazy things, some pretty uh, wrong, if I can use that word, illegal immoral things and uh and so yeah murder is murder you know, crime is the crime and again when you ask the question who gets to decide well let's just go ahead and go on record saying it's not joe palmasano and tim king yeah <laughs> okay and 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 so uh um the 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 media and uh politics and and money driven decisions um devoid of a real definition of what is a human being. If I I built my practice, Joe, on that principle of people don't care how much I know or my background or my education or my race or my religion, they want to know, do I really care about them first and foremost? And you care about people because you train yourself to see people for who they are and who they can become. And who they are, I've I've said in my new uh, branding that I want people to be mentally healthy. I want them to be uh, uh, physically healthy. And I want them to be spiritually healthy. And I want them to be relationally healthy. Mm. And I think if you get those first two right, you're going to lead to to relational uh, healthiness. Okay. And none of us are bad in a thousand. We've all made mistakes, said something we shouldn't have said, oh, yeah. got angry. Um, but what we're talking about here is where that irrationality leads to beyond words. Or, But but then I, I get into this because if, if 59 people are shot in Chicago on a weekend, <clears throat> but that's not covered, in the minds of people, does it happen? And... How do these people feel? How do the parents of the people shot in Chicago on a weekend of those 59 people who were shot, how does the community, do they feel less important? Do they feel like it doesn't matter? They have to. Mm-hmm. Because you cover El Paso, yeah, there's, there's 22 people that were killed. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's crazy. 
But there's 59 shot in a weekend in Chicago. <clears throat> but no one's saying anything. It, it, it makes me wonder, where, who decides mm-hmm. what's important? Mm-hmm. Who decides? And if people don't know about it, oh, it's, it's, we're worried about El Paso. We're worried about Dayton, Ohio. Mm-hmm. But we're not worried about that mom in Chicago who just lost her son over the weekend. It's crazy to me. I think it's safe to say that whoever decides is making a statement, a loud statement, that all human life is not valuable. Whereas you're raising awareness to the listening audience of WHBC that all human life matters and all human life is valuable. And shame on those people who are deciding that 59 lives in Chicago aren't as important because there are people in Chicago who hopefully respond to this with a positive motivation to raise awareness like you're doing on the radio today, like I do uh, in, in my office, okay? That it doesn't matter where you come from, how much money you have, what color your skin is, your life matters. You are here for a purpose, a positive purpose, okay? And, uh, and again, we go back to negative news sells it's money driven and it's driven by people who think there's going to be a u-haul behind their hearst someday mm. yeah <laughs> i hear you i uh the the other question that that i wanted to get into is you know when this happens people start talking about gun control <clears throat> it's natural mm-hmm. you want to blame it on something yeah um and you want to come up with the easiest low-hanging fruit for a solution. Now, I would agree, and I have said this multiple times on this show, that semi-automatic weapons, I don't understand the purpose of selling semi-automatic weapons. Mm -hmm. I just don't. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think anybody needs an AR-15 in their home. Mm -hmm. So that one I I can agree with. Let's let's not sell those. I don't think there's a need. I don't know anybody that hunts with an AR-15. I don't know of 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 the need for that. But most of the killings that have taken place in Chicago are taken place are are happening with guns that were illegally gotten. Mm-hmm. Um. Taking guns away from people, normal guns, hunting guns, pistols, whatever, mm-hmm. to protect yourself is not going to stop the crime. I mean, there's mass knifings now, Stephen was talking about. Right. You know, you going to ban knives? If somebody hits me in the head with a rock, are you going to ban rocks? You know, we're, we're missing the root cause. Mm-hmm. And... Taking and taking a saying that the weapon is the evil thing versus a person who is using it. Right. If it's in the mind uh, of a um, of an individual to kill, if it's in the mind of an individual to mass murder, uh, they're gonna they're gonna find a way. You you, you take away their weapon, and and they're gonna result to knives. I, I think about the bombings throughout uh, our, our country. Okay, 
Uh, and so, you know, the, the, the depraved mind is going to find a way to, uh, to, to commit that atrocity, to commit that, uh, that crime. And so, um, you know, I, <laughs> I love to target practice, right? I, I, I am an outdoorsman um, and, and grew up that way. And uh, have you ever shot an AR? No. Yeah, I, I have in, you know, in a side of a bank. OK, um, a side know, of a bank, a bank, a hill, oh, okay. <laughs> a, right, hill. Go ahead. A, a dirt bank. <laughs> okay. right. Yeah, I'll buy lunch today for us. When we're done. Here. <laughs> right. So, you know, and, and so, you know, again, whether you like to skydive or whether you like to sea dive or whether you like to target target practice. OK, I am that kind of guy that says, you know, uh, people kill people. You know, uh, and, and it's not the gun that kills people. And, and I and I and I believe, I'm a little, you know, that if, if we if we do come up with legislation against these automatic weapons, then it's the next step to where, uh, you know, we're going to get rid of the whole Second Amendment. And so I don't think the answer lies within gun control anywhere. It lies within the transformation of the human mind. And so as we have a conversation, I'm listening for truth. And so, you know, we, we can show, to give me the truth. Can you handle the truth? And truth comes to us, okay, in my, well, it comes to us from good scientific research. What's the good scientific research out there on violence and on, on you know, say? But we're and, never going to stop this. There's always going to be good. There's always going to be evil. There's always going to be violence. There's always going to be people who, can we ever get to a point without some kind of, of of taking away freedoms of people mm-hmm. that we will ever stop this. So, and my answer to that, Joe, is I had a young man, 18 years old, in my office this week, okay, who had a plan in place, had written a suicide note, okay? Uh, in my experience, this guy was on the way to ending his own life because of deep-rooted hurt, okay? And he made me a commitment that he would not harm himself that one big based upon the time that we've spent together based upon discussing truth okay he's made me a commitment he's not going to harm himself right uh, there are wonderful organizations that go into the prisons and 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 reprogram or attempt to reprogram the the criminal's brain in there the criminal's brain with with good okay with with encouraging words with in, uh, increase self-worth, self-esteem, self-identity. And so, you know, you, you say you say never, and, and you're, you're probably right, and there's always going to be good and evil, but one person at a time. Yeah. Okay? Well, you know, one family at a time. I mean, I, I gravitated toward these kids in Indian River, okay? I remember one kid, he said, he said, Dr. King, I got so angry, okay, at my dad that that I, that I went, pow, and the sound of the gun jolted me back into rationality, but it was too late. There lay my dad wow. in a puddle of blood. And so, um, you know, the human being is capable of some pretty crazy atrocities, but, you know, the, out of the mind, that's where the battle's for. We say good and evil, and there's a grand battle out there. I say, I teach the parents, I'm office, I said, and, and the winner gets your son's mind. The winner gets your daughter's mind. The winner gets your mind. Okay? And so we got stuff in there that we can't hit the delete button like a computer and it's gone. But we sure can dilute that negative programming, okay, that leads us to make better choices when it comes to our reaction to somebody. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's deep. I, uh, it's work. Yeah, I know. 
I know. And and it really comes down to, and I know we got to go, but it really comes down to this. One-on-one, and I say this all the time, one-on-one relationships. Getting to know someone. Getting to know each individual on a very deep, personal, like we like we used to do. Mm-hmm. It's easier to kill someone that is in a category that we have labeled in a group than it is an individual who we've gotten to know. And maybe by getting to know someone individually, you affect that person. But until that happens, if we continue to be fragmented, it's going to get easier and easier to do this. Quick story. I love to teach with stories, okay? Uh, we, we got time for it? Uh, Virginia Commonwealth University professor Everett Worthington notified on a New Year's Eve night that his mother had been brutally murdered in his home. And uh, I don't have time to tell the whole story, but you can imagine the emotions and the feelings that go through your mind when you've got to go identify the body of your mother that just been brutally oh, murdered, God. okay? Yeah. And long story short, okay, he had a deep, deep hurt. If he doesn't deal with that hurt in a healthy way, hurting people hurt people, okay? Now, it might not be in a violent manner, but it could be in an emotional way. Whatever. He, he ended up going to the prison with the sole purpose, eventually, of meeting this guy who got 15 years in prison, okay, bound over to adult court, 17-year-old, and telling him that he is choosing, cognitively choosing, to forgive him for the atrocity of his murder. Long story short, he went back two weeks later and two weeks later and two weeks later and ended up developing a relationship with the murder of his mother to where the murder of his mother said to him, Everett, I've talked to you more than I've talked to my own father in six weeks. Wow. It developed a relationship there. And so if we don't deal with the hurt inside of us, we are capable of irrational actions, even to the point of making national news. Yeah. Wow. Dr. Tim King, thank you so much for your time, as always. I love having you around. I love talking to you. And uh, I wish you the best on your journey. And we'll talk again soon, I sure. know. Sure. But thank you so much for coming in today. Hey, I love being on the show with you, you Joe. And uh, I am going to run home and get ready for my uh, da- for my daughter, uh, K- Kaylee King's graduation party tonight, graduate from Lake High School. And then next weekend, get, or the week, two weekends out, get ready for my my granddaughter's first birthday, uh, uh, Rylan King. So, so, yeah, we'll be, we'll be busy. And, uh, again, if somebody wants to get a hold of me, uh, they can reach me at 330-966-8677. Again, that's Northeast Family Care Counseling Center and Coaching for Living. Or in one week, they can go out to drtimking.com because we'll have a new website up and running where our mission, again, is to see them relationally healthy, physically healthy, mentally, emotionally healthy, and spiritually healthy. Thank you. You have a great day. Hey, my privilege. Thank you. Dr. Tim King.